Hello and welcome to Triple C, Coffee, Crime, and Conspiracies, with your host Quinton. And Shalane. So, uh, pretty much, uh, this is the way this is going to go. <laughs> so, I'm going to talk about the conspiracy each week, and Shalane's going to talk about the crime. Yeah. And, yep, so that's pretty much it. With a little bit of, uh, whatever you call it, regular talk beforehand. Oh yeah, regular talk. Yeah, our coffee talk. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> So recently this week, um, I watch a lot of TikToks, and it's pretty much unhealthy at this point, um, <laughs> but uh, the other day I had a specific type of TikTok come across my For You page, and it was, like, this guy, and the description was, like, POV, like, I'm your bodyguard who never shows his face, and you're in love with him, but you're trying to just get his attention, and the video was like and it was like the door opening and then it was like you know it has a black and white filter and it's like this guy in a mask and and it shows like the supposed girl that's talking that's the viewer and it was like her calling for help and and then like the guy like bursts into the room to like you know because he's the bodyguard and then she's like naked (laughs) Where's this going? <laughs> and and he like you know looks away from the camera and then it's so stupid and cringy. <laughs> oh my god! I think that I'm I'm venturing into straight TikTok and I hate it. <laughs> I think you are too. That's what it sounds like. Like the cringy like fourteen year olds who are like trying to be all sexy and like <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Yikes. Do you have any exciting things that have happened recently? Exciting things. Yeah. Um, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, the other, okay, so I also, uh, uh, stream on Twitch. I stream, like, a bunch of different games, uh, hashtag self-promotion. Anyway, um, (laughs) so... I haven't streamed in like three or four days just because I've been struggling to like find the time to do it. Um, anyway, I um, I logged into Twitch just to like watch a couple streams. I don't know, and I look in my DMs and one of my moderators um, asked me. They were like, they're like, hey Quinn, I was just asking um, to see how you're doing, just to make sure like you're all right because you haven't streamed in a little while. Um, oh, they care about you. I know, and I was like, oh my god, I actually feel wanted. That was, like, really nice. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus, That's... dude. And Cyberpunk is coming out soon. Do you know Cyberpunk? No, what is that? It's it's a new it's a new game. I mean, everyone listening probably knows about it, because everyone knows about it. Okay, but except it's... for me, because I'm just so stupid. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> apparently that's how it is. <laughs> um, but basically, it's this game... Um, it takes place like in 2077 or 2076 and um, Jacqueline, get your, get your years right. <laughs> it's like this like um, RPG um, where you Keanu Reeves is in it and you like it's it's like almost like GTA but like way better and there's not supposed to be like loading screens Keanu Reeves is in it. Um, it. It's just, I don't know, it's supposed to be like really fun. And it's coming out like November, so like I'm really excited. Oh, that's fun. Yes, you should get it. Yeah? Yeah, you with should. The, with the whole lot of no money that I have? Yeah, with the whole lot of no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. 
let's get uh let's get this show on the road all right so i guess i'm going first with the the murder this week being robert wone if i am even pronouncing that right quentin don't look at my notes it's supposed to be a surprise i'm sorry okay (laughs) jeez okay so to start our little story off robert and his wife kathy had lived in virginia for a couple years um but their jobs were in washington so they had to commute every day when they went to work so they'd drive out there together you know go to work drive back they lived in virginia okay so they were in washington dc then yeah that's where their jobs okay okay not like Washington State. I was like, damn, that's a long freaking commute every day. <laughs> they take a plane to work every day. <laughs> Good God. But, um, so Robert, he got accepted into this legal education class that was also out there in Washington. And so then he had to stay out in Washington for a lot longer of a time before being able to come home. So one day after class, or him and his wife Kathy arranged for him to stay at his friend Joseph's house and he met Joseph he was like an old friend from college and he lived out in Washington so he was like hey yo I'll just like stay at your house for the night so that I'm not like going home just to sleep and then driving all the way back out in the morning to go to work he woke up in the morning he drove out with his wife to Washington you know she dropped her off at work they kissed the goodbyes and um and then they what they parted their ways and then Robert went to his class and he called his wife when he got when he was on his way to his friend Joseph's house okay so um at this house it's not even an apartment it's a house it's Joseph his boyfriend Victor and their roommate Dylan They also have another roommate who's a girl who lives in the basement, but she is not included in the story at all. Um, She was out for the night. So Robert arrived at their home at 10.30 after his class. And what happened between that 10.30 when he got home and 11.49 p.m. is completely unknown. But the three tenants who live there, Joseph, Victor, and Dylan... They claimed to have this story. Robert got there. He stayed in the living room with the other guys and they talked for a little bit, you know, caught up because they haven't seen each other since like college. Robert went to go to bed. Um, Joseph reported that he went to bed around 11 p.m. Dylan had gone shortly after into his room. Also for mental imagery the layout of the house is that the living room and everything and the kitchen is on the first floor and then you go up the stairs and directly across from the stairs is dylan's room and then down the hall is the spare room that joseph was staying in and then up another set of stairs to the third floor was victor and his boyfriend joseph's room after everybody went to sleep it was in the middle of the night And all three members of the house recall being woken up by the alarm that the door makes when it's open. Like, you know, a little ba-bing or something when... Ba-bing, yes. Yes, Precisely. (laughs) (laughs) And they had all just assumed that it was the other girl who lived there who was coming home early. 
Then Joseph said that both him and Victor heard, like, a low, painful moaning. And so they got up, and they went to investigate. And when they went down the stairs, they found that Robert's door was open, and he was laying on the pull-out bed, bleeding, with three stab wounds. Then at 11.49, a 911 call was made by Victor, who was apparently hysterically crying and, like, you know, like, all tore up during the call. Very distraught. Yeah. As anybody would be after finding their (laughs) mutilated friend. Yeah, yeah. And he was instructed by the 911 operator to use a towel to apply pressure to the stab wounds on Robert's chest and to swap out the towels if it became, like, too soaked with blood. This is important for later in the story. The paramedics arrived at 11.54 and saw Robert with two stab wounds to the chest and one to the abdomen. He was showing, like, no signs of life and was pronounced dead later at 12.24 a.m., When the paramedics arrived, all three of the tenants were dressed in white bathrobes and were extremely calm, even though that Victor, who called, was supposedly, like, very frantic during the call. Oh, okay. And also, when the paramedics got there, they went up the first flight of stairs, and Dylan's room is right across the hallway, and he just kind of, like, pointed over to Robert's room. Oh, okay. And he wasn't even like, oh my god, he's that way. He just, like, pointed and was, like, went back into his room. Okay. He was like, oh, the body's that way. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So, the police had also noted that the crime scene had obviously been tampered with. Yeah. So, take into image that his body is laying perfectly laid out on this pull-out bed that was made... No blood. No fucking blood. Like, anywhere. There was, like, a little bit on, like, the wounds. Yeah. And when they found the towel that he was, like, supposedly applying pressure to the wounds with... Yeah. It looked like somebody had dipped their finger in blood and smeared it on the towel. Oh, okay. Like... Yeah, like, if you have three fatal stab wounds, would you not be gushing blood, like, everywhere? Yeah. And, like, it was just like, oh, a little smear. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's quite odd. And, um, they also said that the pillows were, like, neatly fluffed. Like, underneath his head. Like, his head was the only spot that there was anything wrong. So, like, there were no signs of struggle. Yeah. Nothing. And, um... Like... How? (laughs) They also noted when they got the autopsy back that the stab wounds were, like, so clean and, like, not jagged at all. Because usually when you get, like... When they inspect a stab wound, like, the person was trying to fight back and everything. Yeah. So So the knife didn't make, like, a clean cut. It, like, rips the skin around it and everything. So he was, like, drugged. Yes. (laughs) And also, no. Okay. Um, Also, during the autopsy, they found needle marks on his neck, hand, foot, and chest. Hmm. But when... You do a drug test, you can only search for the drugs, so, like, 
like, the, you can't just do one test and it, like, tells you what drugs are in the system. You have to, like, test for specific ones. Yeah. And for the ones that they, they tested for, there were no drugs in his system. Okay. So he was not drugged with anything that the police knew of at the time. Oh. Weird. Okay. Yeah. And they had also noted their... The, the tenant's stories was they went into the room... And they saw that the knife was still laying on his chest. Like, not in his chest, but, like, laying on his chest. So they grabbed the knife and they set it on the bedside table. And so the police, obviously, they took the murder weapon and they found out that that wasn't the knife that killed him. That it was another knife that came from their kitchen. Huh. And... What the hell? Exactly. They also found traces of semen, both on his lower region and inside of him. Yikes. And mind you that Joseph and Victor are a gay couple, and um, Dylan is a leader of a BDSM club. Oh, okay. Um... But when they tested it, all of the semen was Robert's. And when they investigated the room, they found numerous sexual devices, including a milking machine that, that they assumed was put on him to make him climax, which explains it being on himself, but... Not how it got inside of him. Interesting. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. Um, I, I think that he was just drugged with something that they just didn't find. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's, like, really the only plausible explanation. And then was he, like, raped afterward? And then that's where the... Because... There are a lot of, like, different conspiracies that talk about, like, what could have happened. But, um, personally, I believe that they, they did want to make, like, sexual advances with him. But when he declined, I believe that they drugged him. Yeah. And then, like, raped him in, like, ways and then killed him. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be... It seems to be what it probably was. Although, even with, like, all of this weird shit that happened, they can't frame any of them because all three of them had perfect stories that perfectly aligned and they never got any of it wrong. And they could not find any, like, single piece of evidence that pointed it towards them. That was really weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are also a lot of theories that are, like, if there was an intruder, like, wouldn't they steal from the house? Yeah. Could Because apparently Robert had his wallet with money sitting out. He had, like, his watch. They had, like, TVs and stuff in the room. Yeah. Like, wouldn't they want to steal something if they... And, but even if they were just coming in to murder someone, why would they go up the stairs and pass Dylan's room to Robert's room? kill robert and then leave past dylan's room where dylan was like this dude the dude that was murdered robert yes robert had brought someone 
to have sex with him. Like an affair? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean... <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? He had he had brought someone over to have sex with him, and and then the other people in the house... Ha- in the What was it? A house or an apartment? It was a the house. house. Right? right? They just didn't see this person. Um, Robert just snuck, snuck him past, and they had the affair, and um, he was murdered, and... Um, and the dude left. But even <laughs> even if this were to be true, yeah, why would the bed be perfectly made underneath of him, and why would there be no blood? I guess yeah. I mean, aside from like the little splotches, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean the the little splotches would they were so he was wearing clothing or no clothing? Clothing. Okay, so maybe the clothing was was swapped out after the murder, after he was partially cleaned up. Um by the person because maybe it had evidence on it or maybe that's the reason he took it the person who killed him took it because it may have had evidence on it um and then he changed his clothes um and then i don't know i don't know what with the bed but i'm sure there's an explanation behind that as well because there's also a theory that he was like killed in the shower and that's why there's no trace of blood anywhere oh because he was said to have taken a shower before going to bed Oh, okay. So if he was killed in the shower, then all of the blood would have, you know, gone down the drain. Yeah, that makes sense, too. And it would also explain the fact that, you know, he hadn't gotten into bed beforehand and he was, like, placed there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, it does make sense, obviously, but... Another thing is that all three of the tenants recall hearing the alarm go off when the person supposedly entered the house but there is no recollection of anything after that that reports of the door going off from the intruder leaving the house so what's the evidence behind him having a shower before bed um it was it was reported by the roommates. Oh, okay. There's not really any, like, evidence other Actual than what they evidence. say. What year was this? This was in August of 2006. 2006? 2006. Okay. I still, I, I really do. I think that it was just, it was a dude that he had brought home to have an affair with. And, I don't know, maybe he was drugged. I, I think his body was cleaned up after he was murdered. I mean, obviously he wasn't drugged if there was traces of a semen. I don't know. It's a a mystery. Personally, I don't think that he had an affair because he also had a wife. Yeah. And, like, it's said from her that they were, like, they had, like, an almost perfect relationship. Like, they were very talkative. Like, he was not a homosexual, according to her, or anything beforehand yeah i don't know i mean you never really know yeah he could have just had an interest i I don't know um some wacky stuff yeah i researched the the phantom time hypothesis for this week's time hypothesis yes the phantom time hypothesis so um it basically just tells us that the middle ages like never actually really happened and um <laughs> yeah so this theory was brought about by um uh, Hybert Illig uh he's a German conspiracy theorist 
and he basically claims that 1614 through 911 didn't actually happen. He claims that uh, they could have been made up by like the Holy Roman Emperor Otto, uh, the third pope, and the Byzantine Emperor Constantine. Otto he wanted his reign to begin in AD 1000 because AD means uh, Anno Domini, which is uh, Year of the Lord. The guy who created this conspiracy, he also claims that um, since this would take a lot of work and planning, he also says that um, this could have also just been the work of misinterpretation of historical documents and like falsification of calendar conspirators. He has a couple bits of evidence that he uses to support this claim. Um, so the Earth actually rotates 365.24219 times in a year. Um, and basically, we just usually round up to um, 365 and a quarter times a year, um, which basically means that every four years we have an extra day, which we do account for in a in a leap day. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah. Leap frog. <laughs> um, but like I said, um, it doesn't actually rotate 365.25 times. It rotates 365.24219 time, times, which is... 0.00781 less than it actually rotates. Um, it doesn't seem like a whole lot of time. However, uh, this would mean that every 128 years, this small amount of time would add up to an entire day, which would mean that every 128 days, we would have to subtract a day to keep the calendar correct. Okay? So the Julian calendar... Um, which took which was introduced in 45 BC didn't actually do that it didn't actually um, deduct a day every 128 days so the Gregorian calendar which was introduced in 1582 was supposed to fix this problem so this would mean that the amount of time that went by from when the Julian calendar took effect in 45 BC 13 days would have been unaccounted for so once Illig and his team realized this they went on a search for other historical discrepancies, and they were able to find uh, a bunch of different things that would add up. The amount of time that went by would have been 297 years that were actually, like, unaccounted for. Jesus. Yeah. So, a lot of the... During this period of time, the Middle Ages, um, it's usually referred to as, like, the Dark Ages because there's not a whole lot of um, hard evidence that would... that actually goes... There's there's a lot of um, written pieces, but there's not a lot of uh, historical artifacts that can actually be dated back to this period, which is why it's called the Dark Ages. Um, and he says that um, that these years, it, he he says it doesn't really make much sense because the years between six six hundred fourteen and nine hundred eleven were really dull periods of time, whereas the times before and after are like full of a lot of historical prominence which he he says doesn't make a whole lot of sense i mean i'm kind of surprised there was any like historical prevalence back then because who the hell is like ah yes time to start off my day by writing down everything that's happened <laughs> and, like yeah like i think that they would be more like focused on you know trying to survive yeah considering like the time age and I, I mean I mean he there's a lot of evidence that goes against this claim and it's like um the Gregorian calendar when it was actually introduced in 1582 it wasn't started in 1582 
it basically reset all the time back to 45 BC. So it would have, um, it would have actually taken into account the 14 days, um, which basically disproves his entire theory wrong. Well, I mean, aside from these other pieces of, um, these other pieces of, uh, maybe, evidence that he has. Maybe it was just a really uneventful couple of years, you know? Yeah. Like, just nothing happened. Nobody, nobody really gave a shit about anything. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, they were all going through their emo phase, phase and they were, like, writing, writing poetry on pieces of paper that disintegrated instead of... <laughs> instead of actually lasted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's pretty plausible. Um, I don't know, I think it's kind of crazy. I didn't know that, that the Earth actually rotated 365... Point two four two one nine times in a year i thought it was a i mean i guess it's kind of ignorant to to assume that because i mean 365.25 is really specific yeah it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense i never really thought about the fact of how many times the fucking earth rotates (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it isn't i was just like man sun came up again today fucking coincidence (laughs) yeah that's crazy wow I mean, I remember learning about it, like, back in elementary school. Oh, yeah. But uh, but it never really came up. All right, well, <laughs> thank you uh, for listening. Yeah, uh, it's thanks, been, guys. It's been a real fun couple couple minutes. <laughs> thanks yeah. for thanks for dedicating your time to listen to us uh, talk about these these crimes and conspiracies. Um, hopefully, we'll, we'll see you next week. Make sure you leave a follow. <laughs> uh, All right, bye, dudes. Later.